When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The Minnesota Vikings have been around since 1961. And I just want them to win a damn Super Bowl before I die. Welcome to Before I Die with Judd and Jesse on Purple Daily and Score North. Can you take me higher? Ba 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 ba. Really kicking this week episode of Before We Die off on a high note, quite literally, or as high as I could get it. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com, frequenter on Judd's Hockey Show, dazzling you all with my charm and witty personality, or so I hope. He's Judd Zolged, sports dad, everybody's favorite positivity. And over here, we got producer Ross. Ross, why do you love the Minnesota Vikings? Much like Scott Stapp, I love the pain because it lets me know that I'm still alive. For those of you that were unaware of that beautiful rendition um, that I sang to open the show up, that's Creed's Hire, which Kirk Cousins attributed yesterday's victory in Chicago two in slight form so that's good uh let's talk about that chicago game you guys because first of all laughable the entire play on both sides of the ball just wow like that game there's no way that's a monday night football game anymore there's absolutely no way that that continues to stick there but uh did the vikings actually beat the chicago bears judd or were the bears just that bad that inept justin fields obviously gets hurt uh, which do you think won out more, the Vikings or the terribleness of the Chicago Bears? Oh, it's definitely the latter. It was definitely the terribleness of the Bears. I, I, I mean, you know, the defense had to score a touchdown or they're in big trouble, That they they being the Vikings. But, um, I mean, that's that football game was absolutely atrocious. And as you said, the only good thing to come from that game is there ain't no way that in late November they're going to allow the Vikings to play the Bears <laughs> On Monday night, thank God for late season flexible scheduling on Monday night. But that was that was such an eyesore. And I know Jefferson didn't play, but how your offense looks that bad against an atrocious defense, I have no idea. Um, so yes, the Bears beat the Bears. The Vikings are the beneficiaries, unless you want a higher draft pick, in which case you probably see this as a loss for both teams. Well, Ross, I mean, that's just it. It was it's a terrible defense. And yes, you're without JJ, but an awful offense from the Minnesota Vikings. Uh you have Addison, three catches for 22 yards, and touchdown KJ Osborne, four catches for 48 yards. Hawk gets six catches for 50 yards, and Cousins was 21 of 31 for 181 yards and one touchdown pass. Um, just a really, really poor, poor effort. I mean, I get that the, um, 
you know, your big cog, Justin Jefferson, he's out. I get that out for could be a, a pretty big length of time per Adam Schefter today. But you got to be able to move the ball a bit more against the poorest bears than that. I know they had some help back in the secondary, but still just to get 181 passing yards from Kirk cousins. And by the way, a gorgeous Chicago day. How many times do the Vikings go to Chicago and get weather that pristine and Oh, in my best Patrick Royce, by the way, which was not a good Patrick Royce at all. Why is acres not getting the ball more? I can't believe I'm clamoring for a guy who you're likely going to get for a sixth or seventh round pick to be playing more. He's just a better runner right now than Madison. And by the way, a better pass catcher. So he should be playing more. I don't know how that helps the pass game. Maybe it loosens up the defenders and the the back seven just a little bit. But that's got to be something they address going forward. But I honestly, I was pretty disappointed in the passing game. I know Justin Jefferson's not there, but Osborne... Pretty good receiver. Where was he the second half? Did the Bears just completely shut him down? There was really no no attention to getting him the ball in the second half. Addison, this is supposed to be his big day, less than thirty yards receiving it and one touchdown. He did have a he did have a tough drop on the sideline there. I don't know how much you can blame him for that, but you'd like to see your number one receiver make that catch. But I I'm kind of at a loss for words on that game, and and I don't. I, but here I'm seeing you know, I'm at a loss for words again. I'm I'm stumbling, but I don't know what you say about that game, Jesse and Judd. I, I really don't that if you're hoping for the better draft pick, that would have been one heck of a loss to get. And had you not been gifted a a defensive touchdown, you may have lost the game to. Oh, by the way, Judd, you can go down the list better than I can. I meant to look this up and couldn't. So now I'm just coming up with names off the top of my head. I was convinced at one point something called. I've already forgot his name. Tyler Badgent. Badgent, yes. Badgent. Yeah. I was convinced he was going to add his name to the long list of random Bears <laughs> quarterbacks that have had great days against the Vikings, like Chad Hutchinson, Jim Miller. Was Jim Drunken Miller even in there at one point? <laughs> There's been a lot of Chicago even, quarterbacks yeah. who have had days against the Vikings, and I thought for a second Badgent was going to do that. But, you know, look – if that's a sign of the Vikings offense that we're going to see without Justin Jefferson to come, the San Francisco 49ers can leave Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey at home, not even bring them to Minneapolis and still win by 21 points at U.S. Bank Stadium because that was truly atrocious and putrid offense. Well, in Chicago, allowing 31.4 points, 384.2 yards per game going into Sunday, whereas San Francisco has allowed an NFL low 14.5 points per game, which does not bode well for your Minnesota Vikings. Even more concerning, you guys, for me on offense, and Judd, I'd love to get your opinion. They converted 15.4% of their third down attempts, 2 of 15, didn't have a play for longer than 21 yards how on earth is that possible against a porous defense like the Chicago Bears and honestly at this point do you bother fixing it moving forward like what are you even going to do I mean I think that's just piss poor if you don't mind me saying uh and again only 36 yards on six possessions after halftime well and I I think a lot of people and he gets some blame are blaming Cousins now now Cousins um had a statistically poor game I think he graded out fairly well but anyway you know what I don't get why is there not more heat or questioning of Kevin O'Connell? Kevin O'Connell, I mean, 
it wasn't two of 15. It was two of 13. So like, don't be any harsher on them on third down than necessary. But yeah, this, this game, I mean, he was absolutely, you're playing the bears. Go run up the score without Jefferson. Be creative. Mock yeah. them. Make fun of them. Uh, Razzle-dazzle them. Like, there were so many opportunities. And you, you know what's really weird? So we're hung up on, and I get it, um, the Addison drop, which I think would have been a 35-yard gain, If and, and it was a tough play. Like, the defender was right there. He was laying out for the ball. So that's still a really nice catch. It was a good throw. Um, but, I mean, it's not a TJ Hawkinson drop of, like, dude, what were you doing? That being said, like, why didn't you go back to that play? Run that play again. Run it till it works. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. And now you're going to play a team in San Francisco that, you know, is really good defensively and it's going to give you trouble. But, I mean, Kevin O'Connell, who I'm on record as saying I like him. I think he's a good guy. I think he's I think he's got attributes as a coach. He's had two terrible weeks. He couldn't manage the clock to save his life against the Chiefs. And yesterday... Like, I'm not asking you, I'm not questioning your play calling against Philadelphia. I'm questioning your play calling against the Chicago Bears, who are basically a triple-A team. So I, I, I'm just really surprised, and perhaps I've missed it. I I have not seen nearly enough criticism of a team that should have gone into Chicago with, with or without Jefferson and piled on the points. And instead, they played sort of scared, and they played timid. And I just, I'm really wondering what the game plan was, because it should be thrown in the dumpster this morning. Well, and sometimes, Judd, you have to look at, you know, processes and results. And sometimes the process might make more sense than the actual result that you get or don't get. I right away question sending Joseph out there for a 57-yard field goal in a game that was getting to the point of being loser-proof. And again, it didn't hurt them in this scenario, but you know, again, it's something called Tyler Badgett at quarterback. <laughs> he was playing D2 football at this time last year. Tell Ryan Wright with your two-score lead to put the ball inside the 15-yard line and make them go a long way. I thought that was a brutal decision. Now, Greg Joseph makes the field goal. I probably don't even bring it up and act like I would have said, yeah, take the three points. <laughs> but the reality is he didn't do that. And it wasn't close. And you were already kind of, I don't know, were you playing with fire already with how well he had already kicked? That's not a great surface to kick on. Never has been, never will be. I just didn't like that call from the get-go. Did it hurt them in this case? No. But if you make that same decision in a game that might be more meaningful down the road this season or even next year, I, I don't think that that's a good look at all. I think that's the easy decision is to punt the football. And not only easy, I think that was the right decision to punt the football, and they didn't. And to remind people, the Vikings did win yesterday, so there is that. I feel like this Maybe. is giving the vibe of they didn't win, but they did mm -hmm. win just in kind of a sad... America lost yeah. yesterday if they watched that game. <laughs> they really, really did. Uh, but, you know, Judd, you brought up management and KOC and how he, you know, definitely needs to take his share of the blame for, for this <laughs> victory, if you will. Um, but that leads me to the other position management. Remember when Ryan Poles was supposed to have a second interview with the Minnesota Vikings for that vacant GM position and didn't because the Windy City grabbed him first. Did the yep. Vikings dodge a bullet with that? Because under polls, they are now four and 19. Uh, obviously, might be moving on from Justin Fields. They are a hot mess. So, Vikings fans can at least feel good about themselves in that respect. Uh, but what do you guys think? Are we now very happy? I mean, we all obviously have our own questions with Quasi as well and his ability to pick up players, but uh, 
the Addison one, one being a home run for sure so far. Other than that, we happy with the, that polls is no longer in charge or would not be in charge of us. Well, it's in- interesting because my understanding is that Ryan polls was actually the Vikings first choice. And that the two things where it fell apart was he made it abundantly clear what his plan was, which was to tear down the franchise, but you know, tear it down to build things up. Um, I also believe that he asked for more, and this was probably the breaking point. He asked for more contractually than the Vikings would pay him. And so the Bears paid it. Now, I think it's too early to pass judgment on polls because right now the Chicago Bears are on track to possibly get the top two picks in the draft, uh, in which case they can replace uh, Caleb Williams, or they, they can replace Fields with Caleb Williams and or Drake May, possibly. And then they could probably, uh, and that would be with the Carolina pick because the Panthers are 0-6 right now. Then they can turn around and trade their pick and probably get more. Or they can use that pick. So I don't want to judge him yet because, I mean, if you get that much, it's sort of genius. Like if, like if you can have two terrible years, but the payoff is what it could potentially be in talent. Uh, that being said, I think his head coaching hire was incredibly flawed. Matt Eberflus was a defensive guy from the Colts. And I'm sorry, unless you are the next Lombardi, why would you hire a defensive guy when you have a young quarterback? Like the O'Connor, O'Connell hire was the right move. Like it's it's the right thought process. The Eberflus thing completely confused me. But that being said, I do like the fact that polls at the end of the day is going to have, going to give whoever is coaches in 2024 a ton of, to work with right now though in watching those two teams what i saw yesterday i would say everybody lost because like just from a standpoint of it's not like the vikings are great the vikings are going somewhere a year ago it felt good uh this was just to me a train wreck and i do like the fact that the bears have positioned themselves if they do this right to probably end up with some incredible talent going into training camp next year overall i think a gm gets slightly more time than a head coach let's say you end up moving on from a head coach you basically get one more hire so i think a gm something like ryan poles and even quasi you're going to get i think four to five years before you really know and at that point i think you have enough data to make a decision and move on if you really want to pretty much everything judd said i think you would have noticed me nodding my head everything you said judd basically took words out of my mouth. I want to back up what you said on Eberflus. You had a young quarterback who was struggling to pick up things offensively under an offensive-minded head coach. Why wouldn't you double down and go find another offensive-minded head coach versus kind of doing what the Vikings did, get a defensive guy in Mike Zimmer and then draft a quarterback and pair him with somebody else? I want my head coach and quarterback to have a simpatico relationship And the Bears don't have that right now. They're likely not going to have that next year if they draft a quarterback again, which leads me to believe that Eberflus is probably on borrowed time, which is a strike against Ryan Poles. You've hired him, and then within two years, you fired him. We had the Chase Claypool trade fiasco where they traded a fair amount to get him, then sold him for pennies on the dollar. And I can't recall, Judd, what happened with defensive coordinator who resigned earlier this year? Wasn't he stealing from the team? We don't know. Allegedly. So, I mean, that uh, that also might be knows? an issue <laughs> against or a check against Ryan Poles. But overall, to Judd's point, look, they were bad last year by design. I think this year we expected them to be incrementally better. I know I did, but incrementally better from three and 14. 
was maybe what five and 11 or six and 10. So what's really lost by being bad for a few more years. Uh, but I would say right now, if you asked me to pick Quasi, Ryan Poles, or insert third name here, I think through a year and a half, I'm starting to lean towards insert third name here. But time will tell. It's still early for both of these guys. You know who uh, is is incrementally better? Your Detroit Lions. How upset are we going to be when the Detroit Lions <laughs> so win the Super Bowl before we I'm die? Congratula- be so angry. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> Lions. I, I doubted them. I'm now apologizing. Like, yeah. I doubted them. Now, now, let's wait until we get to the playoffs to yes. see if they can make a run or not. But, I mean, I'm the one who said the Lions are going to Lion, and they have not. So, no. you know what? If they're for real, good for them. I just <laughs> – it, it's a lot like the Timberwolves. I'm not going to believe it till I see it. So, so like, we could talk about, oh, the Timberwolves are going to be good, or at the start of this football season, the Lions are going to be good. I am just a doubter. It's my nature. And, and I mean, come on. I grew up, I mean, a lot of folks have grown up with the Lions just being dreadful for the most part. Um, but you know what? If they win a Super Bowl, they'll have earned it probably, right? Almost certainly. And so it, it would be frustrating to watch, but the Vikings' lack of a Super Bowl only comes back on one team, the Minnesota yeah. Vikings. So, That's the frustrating thing. So I do <laughs> agree with everything you said, Judd. Other than the standpoint, I would still be pretty annoyed by this. I mean, I, I just would be. I, I would be, be annoyed. I, no, and it wouldn't be. Like, the, this has been part of the plan. We And again, this kind of goes back to Ryan Poles. We can make fun of it now. I know about this time a year ago, I was poking fun at Dan Campbell. And, you know, look at what Dan Campbell's doing now. Yeah, But so was I. I just think as a Vikings fan, Judd, what you just said really hit the nail on the head. I said this a few years ago when I was really getting upset at the Green Bay Packers always being in the mix and having these chances to win a Super Bowl literally for basically a half a decade in a row. Thank goodness they didn't. They only got the one. But they kept getting the number one seed and not winning. And I finally got to the point where I said, I am so sick and tired of being angry at the Packers for being good. It's easier just to be frustrated at my own team for never doing what it takes to be at that level. So that is largely how I kind of feel about the Detroit Lions. I think it'll be fun and it'll be cute until it actually happens. Then the moment it happens, I'll immediately run to my toilet and throw up because another pointless franchise beat the Vikings to getting to a Super Bowl or perhaps winning one. The team that would absolutely just kill me and I think I would quit the NFL forever if the bleeping Jacksonville Jaguars, who I poked (laughs) on at at the end of every podcast, they've been close twice. Yeah, so close twice. At least Carolina has been to the Super Bowl twice and lost. I could live with that. Mm-hmm. If Jacksonville or Detroit beats the Vikings to winning a Super Bowl, oh my gosh, that would just be that would be miserable. That would be miserable. Be awful. I mean, for Minnesota, if we can't have nice things, our rivals definitely can't have nice things either. Well, like, that's, that's it. Just, Detroit's in you your know. own division. Why yeah. would I want to be happy for them? No, Detroit's had some nice things. Pistons have won championships. Yeah, Wings have won. Cha- you know, the Wings in. The 90s were great. Now, yeah. when I was a kid, they were terrible. Oh, not those wings? The ti- Nope, the Tigers. <laughs> and now the Lions. The li- Lions are still a long way from a Super Bowl, though. Like, that's, I, like, I like this is just them. And, again, congratulations to them. But per- there's a long way to go. Percentage of people viewing on YouTube that knows this Aberdeen. is for, uh... Oh, let's <laughs> see, Jesse. Je- Jesse wasn't even there. John, when I do this, what am I doing? I should do it more like this. 
No idea. Paul, Paul McCartney and Wings, kiddos. Oh, oh boy. Oh, it's not a wing song. I no. was thinking sports. <laughs> was, yeah, Aberdeen wings are sports. a thing. I believe Aberdeen's in Michigan, right? So we'll go with that. That's an HL. Shout out to wings. Shout out to the wings. Uh, you guys, let's get to what our fans of the show are thinking. I would love to hear their thoughts. Uh, Ross, what do we got this week for our comments from YouTube? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Comments from YouTube. Got a couple of fun ones lined up for you. Also, Jesse, a shout out to you that I saw in the comments. We are missing the obligatory fantasy football men. <sighs> I know. I'm going to go ahead and guess your fantasy football team is awful. Yeah, no, it's not good. We don't talk about it. We wow. Just, yeah. What happened? It's I don't want to talk about it. Judd, bad draft? It's bad a, draft? It was a very bad draft. Very bad draft. And there's some injuries that are happening. It's hey, just not good. Y- you know what? Bad draft and injuries. It's just like the team in this town. So exactly. you know what? You know what? Good, yeah. Good for you. You're following what you what you watch every <laughs> Sunday. Okay. This one comes from, I love the name here, Slightly Dirty, Booger Hole, WV1. I expected worse. I bet you Jesse's got a lot of booger talk at home now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. People need to stop blaming everything under the sun for this team's poor performance so far. They're just not that good. It's too late to bench players. It's time to start trading them. My question to Judd and Jesse, at 2-4, and four, what would make you not trade players before the NFL's Halloween trade deadline? Uh, I mean, there's... N- I why I would trade anybody that we need to get rid of. Also, I just kind of don't care at this point. Like it is what it is. I think he's absolutely right. The team, it's they're just not that good. And that's okay. We can accept that. Like that's okay. We will be okay. Uh, but yeah, I would trade away any of the place. But then again, you'd have to make it worthwhile. You have to also think long term and future and what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, I mean that's the big question. What are you, what, what's the point of trading a player if you're not necessarily trying to get somebody back to help you this year? Cause you don't want the help this year. You don't want to be that successful this year at this point. Um, you'd have to think long-term and, and future. So if you can get some good picks back, all that good stuff, I'm all in. Otherwise, you know, what? just blow it up, whatever, whatever you want to do. Sell, sell, sell. I love this idea. I love the idea of draft picks. As Jess just said, you don't want help. You want to, this is again, where people where people say, well, teams don't try to lose. Front offices most definitely do. Mm-hmm. Daniil Hunter, if he's not, if, if you don't have him signed to an extension, and he would have no real incentive to do this by the trade deadline, Daniil Hunter, most valuable commodity on your team. Trade him. He's having a great year. Can you imagine him on a contender? He deserves the chance. You would be selfish if you don't trade him. It would be an incredibly selfish move to not allow him, set him free. Harrison Smith. Set him free. K.J. Osborne, pending free agent, set him free. Give these men the opportunities they so richly deserve to be champions. I love this. Let's just all agree, as much fun as the Kirk Cousins trade talk is, Kirk Cousins is going nowhere because he ain't going to waive his no-trade clause. 
So you Boom. named three. Is there anybody else even low level? Oh, Jordan Hicks. Get picks for Jordan Hicks. Great day yesterday. Great, great day for Trey. aging, <laughs> aging, aging player who's having a great, like a nice bounce back year. Jordan Hicks. Do you know what he deserves? The opportunity to be a champion, and he's not going to get in purple in 2023. So yes, I would move any player that I didn't expect back next year, or that I thought might leave me. Daniel, for instance. I would move. GM Judd has just traded Jordan Hicks. How is he breaking the news <laughs> to him? Oh, Jordan. Wait, hold on. Yeah, come on in. Hey, Jordan, what's going on? Um, listen. In fact, you know what? Sit down. One, I want to thank you. You have been a, a trooper. You've been outstanding. The Minnesota Vikings, we appreciate more than you know what you brought. And because of that, I just sent you to the Buffalo Bills for the opportunity to win a Super Bowl. I was just you have you have I was been, wondering if you would drop it, that. I'm gonna give you a chance to win a Super Bowl. I didn't want to be else. I didn't want to be selfish. I didn't want to be so how how if I'm crazy, I would say, How selfish do you think I am? Crazy? I talk about myself third person. Crazy's not selfish. <laughs> so there. And then the next guy, Daniil, come on in. Grab a seat. Hey, listen, you've been a great Viking. And because of that, I just sent you to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you're going to have a chance in the Florida, in the warmth of Florida to win a Super Bowl. See, this is easy. Dalton Reisner, we appreciate you stimulating the Egan and Minneapolis economy for three (laughs) weeks. You're also being moved out. Dalton's going to be like, why the F did I sign with you guys? Uh, That's on him for signing with this team. He's trying to get a job. and, and. and he is getting paid. So it was a four four million in guaranteed or close to four three. with incentives. I think it was three guaranteed, four with incentives. Yeah, it's not a bad payday to show up and play for a team. Well, actually, he's barely playing, so it's let's be yeah. All right, one more for you. This comes from Deborah Kraft, forty eight eighteen. I don't really know what she was responding to, but I like the premise. I thought you were giving her age for a second there. Sorry, <laughs> you're forty. I was going to say Deborah. Deborah Kraft, 4818, says, it's the Vikings curse. Don't really know what she was referring to or referencing from that show, but brings me to this. Name the Minnesota Vikings or Minnesota sports curse. I think we've talked about it on this program before. I'll start. I'm stealing this from a buddy. And Judd, you can weigh in here. I always joke there's two curses. There's either uh, the 3M water is making everybody's bones brittle. That's why everybody, bones and muscles, that's why everybody gets injured at the most inopportune times. The 3M water is weakening them. That's more of a theory. I don't know if that's a conspiracy. Sure. The other conspiracy, I don't know how it plays in, but this is a buddy told this to me and he's right. Nothing good in this town, Minneapolis, St. Paul, has happened for Minnesota sports teams since the Dallas Stars left, or excuse me, since the North Stars left and went to Dallas. Mm, so he fun. calls it the cor- the curse of Norm Green. I'm going to steal that because I got nothing better. It's the curse of Norm Green. That's what I'm going with. What do you think, Jesse? It's Kevin or Brian, because everybody has a friend that's named Kevin or Brian. That's always kind of annoying, but you're still like friends with them. You keep them hanging around. They keep I like you want to be back. Right. Like, yeah, you got to you got to drop. But you never will. You just throw crap at Kevin and Brian all the time or you just kind of keep them to beat them around because you don't know how to live without a Kevin or Brian in your life. So, so violent. I know. Right. 
I, I literally a have a that. friend named Kevin. That's all I can think of too. And he's probably going to be real upset about this. Didn't but. bother me. I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I would you're say just though, naming the curse, Kevin or Brian. Yeah. That's what we're, you're giving that's it. What actual, I'm giving it a it's physical name. Okay. It's annoying. Cause yeah. it's annoying. So I, I actually think there's two, there's two separate curses at work here. This is what we're up against. Okay. Cause the Vikings curse goes way back. Like they have been to four Super Bowls and lost every one of them. Um, and I think the last one was in, in, uh, January of 77. Then in 87, you start the curse of the NFC Championship games. Yes. So so the Vikings curse to me would have to be named separate from the curse that started moments after uh, uh, Gene Larkin's um, opposite field hit to left scored Danny Gladden in 91. Because th- that starts a curse where the men's teams, the four men's Sports teams in this town have not won a major championship since. Now, I've always contended that curse is tied into the Halloween snowstorm of 91. Because oh, like a week after, right? Like days after the Twins won the World Series, that sucker hit. And we haven't won bleep since. Mm. The Vikings curse is separate, though, because it goes back further than that. Like, you've got to incorporate, I mean, basically the Vikings curse starts circa 1970. It starts with the Chiefs Super Bowl loss. So there's two curses here. I don't know how you name them. One can certainly be named with the storm. That's the Twins, Vikings, Wolves, and North Star slash Wild Curse. But the Vikings curse in and of itself is a whole different thing that encapsulates more time. I don't quite know what to make of the snowstorm curse because (laughs) in my head I'm thinking about when the Super Bowl was here, the Vikings had a chance to be the first team to play in the Super Bowl in the host city. We all know they didn't. And that's my fault because when the Vikings went up seven to nothing in Philly, I allowed myself to think that the Vikings were going to win the game. So I, I own that Vikings fans. That one's on me. That's all on me. But if you remember the week, the Super Bowl was here, it was miserably cold. Mm -hmm. I mean, so cold, even somebody like me who loves the cool weather was complaining how cold it was. We had bands playing outdoor shows in negative temperatures. Jayhawks played. And I was there, by the way. (laughs) Shout out to the Jayhawks and Soul Asylum. It was a great night. And then make it uh, some like dragon band. And I always say imagine dragons, but it wasn't them. But it was somebody else that people knew. Uh, But no, that's an interesting take, Judd. I don't quite know what to make of that, but uh, I I, I like I like that. I, I wish I wish we could come up with a great consensus on what the curse is. But I, I do like what you said, Judd, and I have a follow-up for both Judd and Jesse, and then we'll move on to, I think, our Before I Dies. Myself, I'm below 40. Jesse, I assume you're like 26. Yeah, nailed it. Yep, Judd, you're, you're what? 39? I'm going fi- to be 54 November 13th. So I think about this mm-hmm. when I when I talk Vikings with my dad, who much like a lot of us gave me my love for this team. And I tell him all the time, I wish the family would have settled out near Boston. I'd be a lot happier. Mm-hmm. But, in, but instead, I'm stuck with these teams. I have always told him, I just want the two-week buildup to the Super Bowl. I can deal with the Vikings getting back to a Super Bowl and losing. I just want the excitement of them being in the game and seeing it. Now, my poor father who had to live through four Super Bowl losses, a Twins World Series loss, a couple Stanley Cup losses. I don't think he could deal with another Vikings Super Bowl loss. So Judd and Jesse, 
How do you view it? Are you okay just seeing the Vikings in the Super Bowl and the result doesn't really matter? Or do you need that payoff the moment they get back? Because they will. Law of averages, the Vikings will get back to a Super Bowl. I just don't know when. Not necessarily with, with me alive, though. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the passive-aggressive Minnesotan to me is like, yeah, people would talk about Minnesota. We'd be mentioned all the time. People would love us or hate us. Like, that would be great. But I want to win. Like, I don't want, I'm not satisfied. Oh, I'm not, I just, and, I'm too hungry. I need a win. At this ultimately, point, I want to win too. I'm not saying yeah, I don't, right. but a part of me would just be would like, be hey, at least we're back. We're back. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I want it all. Or don't do it. Just don't bother. Win or go See, home. So, win or go home. Back in the day, uh, when, when we had the show on 1500 AM, Phil and I fought about this because he said that. He's like, well, what's the purpose of going to a Super Bowl if you don't win it? And I said, I just want to see what happens. You see, I am a sports voyeur. So like, like in my heart, I want to see like, yes, it would be great if they won. And and the ultimate goal was I, I would love to see how long this town would shut down for. If the Vikings won the Super Bowl, I think it would shut down for a week. Like I would love to see that, but I've always said I just want to see them make one because they when they made their last uh, Super Bowl, which was the '76 season, so the game got played in January of '77. I think I was seven, and I don't recall a damn thing. And and it's also back then, not that it wasn't a big deal, but you know nothing like it is on a scale now. So um, if you were to tell me they're going to lose, but they're going to make it. I would take that just because I want to see what the town is like. I want to see the excitement. Um, there would be a lot of, you know, depending on how the game went, I should say, there might be a lot of people distraught by it, but I just don't have a reference point. Like I have nothing. So as far as that goes, yes. If you just said they're going to make it, but they're going to lose, I would take it just for the buildup to see just the overall excitement of this town. Cause I think it would far exceed any any other sports team like oh. the twins were fun unbelievable i think the wild would be a ton of fun the stanley cup going down west seventh would be really cool the timberwolves i think that would be cool i think the vikings would be on on a level that is you know that would make all of those seem small what if the they NFC? lost on a field goal that went wide left? Oh, no. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me a bit. And it would be, I mean, can you imagine? Can like, you to imagine? Have that? Can you imagine oh. to have that in the scrapbook <laughs> of Gary Anderson? You know, um, people forget. The one thing is the wide left thing in the case of Gary was a definite uh, a kick to the stomach. But people forget that, you know, the Blair Walsh one. That was a tough loss, but it was a first-round playoff game. Yes. But it would definitely go – I think the three losses that I vividly recall and saw that stand out, 87 when Darren Nelson didn't catch the pass from Wilson and Washington to go to the the Super Bowl with a really good team, um, 98-2009. So – that would go with those three. The NFC Championship losing streak, NFC Championship game losing streak, to me, I liken it to before this year when the Twins had lost 18 straight playoff games. Or God, was it 19? It got so long, I can't even remember. It was 19 years, 18 games. Okay, thank you. You would think, I always said, just one time in those 18 losses, you would think you would just show up or you would win a game just because you showed up, right? You were there. 
You would win the game just because you fielded a team because that's how sports work. The Vikings NFC Championship game losing streak is starting to stack up like that. How do you not just show up and one time be better to kick that door back down and go to the Super Bowl? It's more than likely yeah, not going to be point. this year. Maybe it'll be next year with uh, Drake May, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., or Caleb. Going to bring them all in? Maybe. Maybe. Hey, yeah, I said this yesterday. The Bears with the one and two pick, do they just take like Penix and Caleb Williams and just hope that one works out? Is that the easiest way to do it? Just take them both? Guess what I do with my fantasy teams. Just that doesn't work out. Oh, wait a second. We got to get this back up. (laughs) Obligatory fantasy football mention. (laughs) What's happened exactly? So who's your quarterback? I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. You brought it up. I don't need to talk about it. It's just a knock. You can't bring it up. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback, okay? Aaron Rodgers was my quarterback. Oh, and then was your backup, Anthony Richardson? Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah. it just, it's been downhill. There hasn't been a good week. There has not been a good week. So, like, the first quarter of the first game of the season, you were, like, done. And I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm a little, I'm a little cocky. So, like, I like to talk a big game. You don't Uh, talk trash, do you? Yeah, yeah. That's why I've been. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know what? Just. It's fine. It'll be fine. Next year's always next year. We're looking forward to next year. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's never a made good my hundred dollar donation to the fantasy football league. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So. It's a tax deductible. Yeah, it should be. It really Perfect. should be. It's charity. Uh, let's wrap this episode up, boys. As much fun as we are having, as much as fun as we have every Monday on Before I Die. Let's wrap it up with our Before I Dies. Time now for the Before I Die crew to give us their <clears throat> Before I Dies. Roscoe, why don't you kick us off? I know we've got one that's been fermenting. Yeah, I got one that's not sports related. Then I'll tack on a sports uh, one at the very end and you guys could talk about both or move on to your own. Uh, I've, I've just had it. This has been brewing for like five years. I just despise that everybody has a discount card, a loyalty program. We need your phone number. We need your email or, oh, it's on this card or, oh, you get all these deals if you get our app. No, stop it. Give me your best price. There's a grocery store in town where if you go there now, they list like three different prices. You might see a sale price. You might see a regular price and you might see the price that you get if you're a member. Just give me your GD best price. I am at your store willing to give you money. Here's my money. Take it. I am patronizing your store. Stop it. And I don't want a discount card here that you need to scan and something on an app here or a phone number. I am so done with that. If it can't all, everybody needs to get together and say, we're all shifting to one card in America. All of our (laughs) discounts go on this discount card. If it's not that, I'm out. I don't even care. I'll just I'll just pay more. Secondly, before I die, PJ Fleck is going to beat Iowa. It's go- not going to be this year, but he's going to. <laughs> Who knows? Might the over-under is like 32 is. and a half <laughs> for Saturday. It's, it's like the third lowest over-under in college football history. Yeah. And last year's go for Iowa game, I think, was first. Best player in the country. Okay, people are going to mock and ridicule this, which is part of the reason why I'm doing it. Best player in the country is Iowa punter guy. He is incredible. He, yep. It doesn't matter where he's kicking from. Every punt is downed inside the five-yard line. He's going to be drafted. 
That's how Iowa wins games. They never score on offense. Everything is either a defensive touchdown or special teams. It's in. It's incredible how good he is. The dog is that excited about the Iowa excited. Puppers. All right, Puppers. that's it. All right. Who well, hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. Let's not. I can't stand them. Go, go Gophers. Dawn's from there, so I really can't say that. <laughs> and my nieces are too. Um, now, now the forenses, yes, I agree completely. And Roscoe, here's the thing: just pay the normal price. Just don't worry about all these stupid cards. I'm all, I'm all like I go to Cub, they're like, "Are you part of the rewards program?" Okay. No, that's the one. Do you want to sign them? I I was shopping for Stella's food today, and and of course, of course, Nutrisource is her food because they're a sponsor of our show. But the guys like, "Do you want to sign up for our you know rewards?" I said, "No, I don't." You know what, Barnes and Noble? Do you want to sign up for our? No, no. Just I'll pay the normal price. It's like when it's like when I go grocery shopping, which I love to do alone, because Don comparison shops. Jess, I'm I'm not not sure about you, but like my wife will go. Oh, I have every discount group. I'm a part of every reward. And she'll and look everywhere. at the prices. I'm yeah. just like shovel the bread into the cart. No, sometimes it depends, but I do. I enjoy my punching my phone number for those discounts. We drink so, a lot so you of do like. It. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not bad. It's not you, terrible. You mentioned it, and I don't want to pile on because largely as a company, I really do like them. But Cub was the specific example where for one item, there were three different prices listed in my head. Was You could see the steam coming out sure. of my head. See, yeah. it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I'll pay the full price. Just, you know what? Get me in line. Have a cashier there, and I'm happy. I only do, you do have- it like some place. Like Victoria's Secret gives you free, like, nice bags and stuff like that if you're part I, of their so Yeah, you, that's you not guys, a problem. You guys don't know me. that. Uh, I dropped but- out last year. I, I didn't like them anymore. I'm I'm there legally are not with cool rewards or like Express gives me Roscoe's been $50 bad. I'm, I'm legally not allowed at a Victoria's Secret. I don't know if that surprises there you. There is nothing not. worse than when when a guy is young cuz at my age this don't happen now, but I remember um when I was in my 20s going there to shop for for Dawn to like find something for oh. her, a birthday gift or something. There is nothing more uncomfortable than being a 24-year-old guy in Victoria's yes, Secret. Awful. Well, I'm just letting you know, you guys sign up for the card when you're there, or not the card, but like their rewards program, which is just your email. And you'll always like, I have so many nice tote. It's all because so confusing. Jesse can't even tell us if tell us if it's a card or an email. Do you know what I don't need, Jesse? (laughs) I don't need Dawn finding a Victoria's Secret (laughs) Gmail on my account, which will make her wonder exactly what I'm doing when I'm not with her. So, no, thank you. Judd, is your before I die pretty much the opposite of mine? Just pay the price. Did you have anything or did you just oh, kind yeah. of agree no, with I've me? No, I've got something, but, okay. but Jesse has not gone yet. Jesse, you go. I ranted about this yesterday. So I had a family wedding up in International Falls this weekend. Great time, as always. Dance the night away, yada, yada. Then the morning, which was not that early in the morning, I left probably about 10 a.m. It's a five-hour trek back down to the cities. That's a long trek. And there's not very many restaurants in International Falls, believe it or not. (laughs) But they have a Hardee's. And I have not had a Hardee's ham and cheese in, like, forever. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this sounds delightful. This is what I want. This is where I'm going. But it's their breakfast menu. I probably, unpopular opinion, not a huge fan of breakfast menus at fast foods. Like, I don't love, like... I just don't, I know, I know, I just really I don't. I agree with you. And, but it was like 10, 10, 20, 
they wouldn't make me the hot ham and cheese. I'm like, but you have all the materials there. Just like put it together, nuke her up and give it to me. So I had to get a breakfast menu. Uh, my before I die is you will allow regular food purchases during quote unquote breakfast hour. I know most people would love breakfast to last longer. I don't need that. I want a hot ham and cheese. I wanted what I wanted. Yes. The bacon, egg and cheese, uh, muffin that i got was greasy and fulfilled all of the morning after wedding needs that i had I however hung over <laughs> I, I can't imagine being stuck in a car for five hours after drinking the night before and eating that oh god a ham oh and my Swiss? god mm. that's how you get rejuvenated judd yeah is, it, is that it. what you call it it's a ham and swiss meal. yeah <laughs> oh it sounds good i'm saying from a stomach standpoint yeah no you you work it out it's what you need. I'm saying from a digestive standpoint, it sounds delicious. Don't get me it's wrong. What you need it. Yeah. And then wait, like but the, the the substitute was fine, but I'm just saying regular food at yeah. that time would be nice as well. Because McDonald's extended their breakfast, right? A few years back. Yeah, but like then you can't but like but, Yeah. But, but you, you can't get their, regular food. I still oh. have no idea food. if there's closes at 10:30 or 11. They once had all day breakfast. Now they don't. There oh, are. Oh, they don't. Items. No. You, I, I'm so confused by what's happening at McDonald's. So a couple of years ago, they did. They switch have a rewards all... app if you want to use. Yeah, that I know they do, it, Jesse. So. They ask me that. Can I just? Add to... So, so we we've got a McDonald's right down the street here, and and you know Dawn will frequently send me out to get. She she loves the fountain drink, the fountain pop. Yeah, it's good. The Diet Coke and the ice cream cone. You know, small cone. It's great cone. And every time I pull up to that damn station in my car, they say, will you be using the rewards app today? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to use my cash card. I'm not using the rewards. And then I find out people like order beforehand. Uh, no. Yeah. Can I point out the bears? <sighs> the bears and Vikings game was so bad. We've spent more time on discount cards. Than, than pretty much anything. Well, yeah, the game's <laughs> All right, here's mine. It's going to be quick. It's going to be quick because it's a recent change in our world and I can't work with it. So before I die, um, Twitter will go back to being Twitter. I can't take X. Elon yeah. can't oh take gosh. X. What, what do you say? Like when we're talking on the show about something that we saw on Twitter and it's like I saw on X... Like it doesn't register. Just go, please. I know. Just go back to being Twitter is a great name. I'm also everyone knows what you're talking about. Just go back to it. I'm well, also and technically. Not... I was to say ahead. on the de well on the desktop version, it's still Twitter.com. It's not X. Like it's you type in Twitter.com, it doesn't change it. It says Twitter.com. No, you're right. Slash home. So it's like but, I mean, he's not committed he, to it either. But like when you're writing. Like like you, Jess. If if somebody um, if somebody puts something on that platform, and you're you're going to incorporate it into your column or news story, you know, you could say the tweet said this, right? Yeah. Now it's got to be X, the X, the X, formerly known as Twitter, because the X doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I can right. with. I, I'm not even really ashamed to admit this because I know we've all seen this. I've never seen more naked women in my life than the last month on Twitter or X. <laughs> I just Lit block all literally. I, I, I block everyone too, but occasionally like to, to, to block them, at least if, on the desktop version, yeah. you'll have to like click on the profile and go to block. Well, half of them you're like, Oh, okay. Well, this is a work computer block block. Well, it, minor. It's insane. Mine come so so I get the same thing, but I don't get the pictures. I I just get a gray screen, and I know exactly what it is. So I just block it from like I don't have to look at it. So like wait, if it's you're, like pre censored. Yeah, it's pre censored on mine. 
Interesting. But then I just block the account because it's like I know what it is. But you're blocking – John, how many are you blocking a day? 50? I'm not even joking. I block probably 10 a day. They're just lonely women looking to say hi and help (laughs) you guys out. Like, come on, no? Yeah. You know, you you know Aaron weirdest 753296487 is really yeah. interesting to me. The weirdest thing is the is I I get a ton of porn bots liking uh tweets I did from like yeah. 2 months ago. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like some, you know, like the wild disappointed in the playoffs will now show up on my Twitter account from a Swedish girl. Yeah. It's like because you know what? what? She won't leave you disappointed, Judd. That's what she's just trying to remind you. That's what it is. That's what it is, Thank you very much. Anyway. <laughs> all right, all guys. These are fair. I love it. Let us know your before I dies. Let us know what you thought of this, this week's episode. As always, check out all the Purple Daily content on Score North, amongst many other things. They're pushing out videos. We're pushing out talks, takes, everything good. It's sports season. Let's go. On behalf of Ross, Judd, and myself, Jesse Pierce, Thank you for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Go Vikes. Jesse, where do the Vikings host the 49ers? What county are the Vikings in next Monday night? But you have to do it. You tell me. This is your thing. Oh, I was trying to set you up. Hennepin. The game is in Hennepin County. 